I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. We're talking today about brain function. And it turns out there's a to make your brain work more effectively. In fact, at the break, I was talking to Sierra. Uh, she runs our teleprompter here and she, she produces the show. And she was telling a story about her grandfather who for, uh, for years was paralyzed after a stroke and they figured nothing can be done about it. And they finally sent him to rehab at 80 years old and he started getting movement back. So it's never too late to get the body working. That's what's so cool about what we're teaching here today. And we talked about vitamin D and how important vitamin D is for brain function. And so it's really important you get your vitamin D levels checked. Now, I take vitamin D supplements. In the summer, I don't. I'm out a lot. I have a garden. I work in the garden. So I'm outside a lot. I have a sunroof. I open my sunroof so I can get sunlight when I'm driving. But if it's a long stretch where there's not going to be a lot of sunlight, if I'm inside, I can't get out, I'll take Dr. Joe's vitamin D. Now, make sure your vitamin D is vitamin D3, not vitamin D2. Vitamin D2 is the synthetic version. Doesn't work as well. They'll give you 50,000 international units of vitamin D2. That has to be converted into D3. Just take five to 8,000 vitamin D3 every day. I think you're going to get a much better result. We talked about antioxidants and carotenoids and lutein and zeaxanthine. And these are antioxidants that help the brain function more efficiently. And a great source of those are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. It's what I take every day to make sure my brain's working at 100%. I take vitamin D, like I said, as well. That's on the website, drjoe.com. Um, and so we're talking about other things that you can do. But I want to teach you how to build a bigger, better brain by making some smart health choices. Lifestyle strategies that you can do to promote something called neurogenesis, which is the regrowth of brain cells. And these strategies uh, include things that target a specific gene pathway called BDNF. It's brain-derived neurotrophic factor. This helps promote brain cell growth and connectivity, making the brains talk to each other. And we demonstrate this on MRI scans. So we can actually show that we start stimulating this, this, this growth factor in the brain, the brain can actually start to heal itself. Now, exercise, physical activity, produces biochemical changes that strengthen and renew not only your body, but also your brain, particularly the areas associated with memory and learning. We are designed to be in motion. We are not designed to sit behind a desk and stare at a computer or a phone. And so if we keep the body in motion, it's important. So when I say exercise, you don't necessarily have to, you know, work out to the oldies or whatever it is, or do your Olivia Newton-John uh, uh, aerobics classes. You just got to keep the body in motion. And we've talked about this many times. If you go to website, drjoe.com, type in exercise. We've done shows on that. So I don't want to uh, bog down. We've got a lot to cover today. You got to reduce your overall caloric consumption. Intermittent fasting can help with this. We know that you don't need as many calories as you take in. Most of us take in way more calories than we need. So if you go to the website and listen to type in, so what can I eat? We talk about how to live a normal life and reduce your caloric intake. Intermittent fasting is something you can consider. Now, what that is, is you want to skip a meal a couple of times a week. So what happens is if I eat a meal, it takes about eight hours for my body to metabolize that food. Then eight hours pass and I eat another meal and my body's metabolizing that. So three times a day, if I'm eating, my body never gets a chance to uh, essentially reset itself or reboot itself. It never gets a break. 
So if you skip a meal a couple of times a week, it's amazing. Sunday nights, I skip dinner. And so I go from lunch, I usually have a late lunch, till breakfast the next day. So it's more than eight hours. Every hour past eight hours, your body becomes a fat-burning machine and also functions more efficiently. So if you skip a meal periodically, that's a good thing. And now you can take super greens and essential source and the other supplements when you're on this intermittent fast. That's great. But when you start reducing your calories and giving the body a break, the brain works very well. Reduce carbohydrate uh, consumption, including things like sugars, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, rice, grains. When you cut back on the sugar intake, the brain works more efficiently as well. You want to increase your omega-3 fatty acid intake and reduce the consumption of what's called omega-6 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids, absolutely necessary. They're called essential fatty acids. And the reason they're called essential is because they're essential. You have to take them from an outside source. Omega-6 fatty acids, you have plenty of them in your diet. But the omega-6 can cause inflammation in large dosages. So things like processed vegetable oils, uh, canola oil, soy oil, uh, something called vegetable oil, corn oil, these are all very high in omega-6 fatty acids. And that causes inflammation, which affects brain function. Now, in order to balance your omega-3 to omega-6 ratio, you want to cut back on the bad fats. In fact, any liquid oil is probably going to be bad for you. Now, if you're going to use a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of extra virgin coconut oil, a little bit of uh, avocado oil, that's okay. But you really want to limit the amount of processed oils you put in your body. You want to make sure you're getting the omega-3 fatty acids. Now, you can get it from fish, which I'm not a big fan of, because as soon as you cook the fish, this is the irony. People say, well, Dr. Joe, I eat fish, and fish has omega-3 fatty acids in it. A, if it's farm-raised, chances are it doesn't have omega-3 fatty acids, and it has to be wild-caught. B is if you cook the fish, the heat destroys what? Omega-3 fatty acids. Uh. So you got to cut out, um, I would cut out the fish. You could take a fish oil as a supplement, but then you run the risk of contamination, like mercury. Very, very common in fish oils. Krill oil is a better choice. It's in what's called a phospholipid form. And the phospholipid form is the form that your body utilizes. So phospholipid omega-3s in krill oil might be better for you and a less chance of contamination. However, krill and fish don't make omega-3 fatty acids. They get it from eating algae. Algae produces the, what's called the DHA and the EPA omega-3 fatty acids that your body and your brain need for inflammation, for pain management. And so on the website, I take Dr. Joe's vegan omega-3s because it comes from chlorella and spirulina, the purest form of omega-3 fatty acids. I take omega-3s every day. People always, I get emails constantly, Dr. Joe, what do you take as supplements? I take super greens, essential source, adrenal support, nitric oxide, which if I, I need to cover that too, it opens up your blood vessels. B-complex is very important, and then the omega-3 fatty acids. And so I take supplements every day. Does it work? Yeah. If there was something better out there, I would be taking it. I can take any supplement I want. I can eat any food I want. I can get any health care I want. And yet, I focus on what I do because it's the best. And I want you to have the best. You should have the same thing that everybody else has an advantage to take. And that's why I want you to eat the right foods, take the right supplements, and chiropractic care, absolutely, if you have pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive overall for pain management. So that's why it's a good idea to come see us. So let's talk about some foods that can boost your focus and your memory. Here are just some of the foods that are better for your brain than what you're eating right now, probably. Avocados. Now, it's really a fruit, not a vegetable. It's one of the healthiest ones you can consume, and it's one of my all-time favorites, actually. I can't eat a lot of them, though. If I eat a lot of fats, I gain weight. 
my body metabolism is that I can't eat a lot of fats. So things like the ketogenic diet, not a big fan, by the way, just did a show on that last week. It's on the website already. Um, and they talk about a lot of fats. I don't do well with a lot of fats. So you really got to listen to your body and find out what you do well with. Now, I eat about, I can eat an avocado a day. I'm okay. If I eat more than that, not that happy. Avocados often get a bad rap because they're high in fat, but it's important to note that these little green powerhouses are packed with something called monounsaturated fats. Now, these are what we would consider a good kind of fat. This keeps, also keeps your blood sugar levels steady and your skin glowing. One of the benefits of, of avocados is when I eat them, I feel full, so I eat a lot less food. So as long as I eat uh, you know, moderation of avocados, I can eat an avocado and I'm done for the day. That's like a whole meal for me, so it's really good. They contain vitamin K and folate, which are really important for the body to function normally as well. Avocados help prevent blood clots in the brain. That's what we're talking about today, brain function. They protect against stroke, as well as help improve your brain, your memory, and your cognitive function, especially the memory and the concentration. They're also rich in B vitamins, vitamin C. They aren't stored in your body, these things like vitamin B and vitamin C, so you need to replenish them. That's why I take Dr. Joe's B Complex and Super Greens, an essential source. They have the highest protein and lowest sugar content of any fruit, so they're really low sugar fruit. Be careful not to eat too many of them. Like I said, you can put on the weight. Half an avocado a day to an avocado a day is probably what you need to get the nutrients, along with other changes in your diet, of course. Beets. Now, these are root vegetables. They, have some of the most they are some of the most nutritious plants in the world. They can reduce inflammation. They're high in cancer-protecting antioxidants, like we talked about. They help rid the body of toxins. So they have natural nitrates in them. And nitrates convert into nitric oxide, which opens up your blood vessels. This is really important for brain function. Now, nitrates become nitric oxide. A great source, a better source, actually, more effective source, is, is Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support. Because the nitric oxide support, uh, I take it every day, opens up your blood vessels to your brain, to your muscles, your reproductive organs. As men get older, especially, and women, uh, they're let's say romantic capabilities can be limited. It's part of getting older. Your, your testosterone drops, your circulation gets weaker, the nitric oxide opens up those blood vessels. So I'm not talking about romantic health today, we've done shows on that before, but for brain health, it's great because it opens up those blood vessels and helps circulation. Another thing you might want to consider adding to your diet is blueberries. It's one of the highest antioxidant-rich foods known to man. They have vitamin C, they have vitamin K, fiber. Because they're high in something called ga gallic acid, Blueberries are especially good at protecting the brain from degeneration and stress. Now, blueberries can be expensive. They're not always in season. So what I do is when they're in season, I have blueberry bushes at my house and raspberry bushes, so I eat right off them along with my fig trees. Figs are great with a great source of nutrients as well. And they don't take a lot of work. Once you plant them, it's done. And what I do is I get wood chips. Any company that cuts down trees will give you free wood chips. They give you a lot, though, so be, be prepared. When I say a lot, it's a lot. And I spread them all around the bases of my bushes my blueberry bushes, my, my, uh, even my garden is loaded with, with uh, wood chips. And then that protects from weeds. And it, you don't have to do anything to it. You go out, you pick the blueberries. When it's done, it's done. The season's over. But you can get frozen blueberries, organic frozen blueberries. When they're on sale, sometimes they're two for one. Buy a couple of bags. A lot of folks like to mix that with their super greens and essential source and make a smoothie in the morning. Awesome. But blueberries are off the chart great. Broccoli. It's one of the great brain foods out there. Now, thanks to high levels of things like vitamin K and choline, it can help keep your memory sharp. It's also loaded with vitamin C. It's high in fiber, which means it get, makes you feel full quickly. Simple thing that I do with broccoli, I have bags of frozen broccoli in my freezer. I come home from work, I'm tired, I've had a long day. 
bag of frozen broccoli, I heat it up, I add some extra virgin olive oil, just a little bit, nutritional yeast, great source of uh, fatty acids, protein, and B vitamins, salt and pepper, and then I'll add some oregano, which is good for the immune system, and I'll just mix it up. Quick, easy, extremely inexpensive, and it tastes great, and it's very filling. Celery. It's funny, I saw a commercial today for celery powder. I thought, well, it's okay, but it's only one thing you should add to your diet, not the thing. They were making it sound like it was the end-all, be-all. It's not, but it's great. It's uh, high levels of antioxidants and polysaccharides. It acts as a natural anti-inflammatory. Again, as a pain management specialist, it's important we bring the inflammation down on our patients. Along with chiropractic care, we also do a nutritional workup with our patients and get them on supplements because we want to take it to the next level of pain control. Again, anti-inflammatories can help alleviate symptoms related to inflammation like joint pain, irritable bowel syndrome, brain fog. Because it's so nutrient-dense, it packs loads of vitamins and minerals and nutrients in very low calories, it's a great snack option if you're looking to shed some pounds. And while we often eat celery stalks, you can also eat the seeds and you can eat the leaves. My Italian grandmother taught me that when she would make something called pasta fazul, she'd add the celery leaves in there and it really added a nice flavor. So eat the whole thing, you don't have to get rid of them. I remember years ago, I used to date a girl, and um, I remember cooking up beets one day for her, and I took the tops, and she threw them away. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I'm throwing them away. I said, why? She goes, well, what else you do with them? I said, you cook them and eat them. Well, you can shred them up and put them in a salad. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can eat these things, folks. Coconut oil. When it comes to the brain, it's loaded with nutrients. Coconut oil works as a natural anti-inflammatory. It suppresses cells responsible for inflammation. It can help with memory loss. As you age, it can destroy bad bacteria because it's antibiotic, antiviral, and antifungal. And the bad bacteria to hang out in your gut, uh, that can help as well. Make sure you use organic. Make sure you use small amounts because it is fattening. But I'm okay with a little bit of coconut oil. You're going to like this one. Dark chocolate. Not all chocolate is created equal. In fact, dark chocolate can actually be good for you in small amounts. Chocolate is loaded with something called uh, flavanols, which is an antioxidant. It's anti-inflammatory. It can also help lower blood pressure and improve blood flow to your heart and your brain. Don't get too excited. Most of the chocolate you see in the supermarket shelves is highly processed with very few benefits. So here's the rule of thumb. It has to be dark chocolate, it has to be organic, and about the size of your, your top thumb joint. That's how much you eat every day. Chocolate also has a chemical in it called phenylethylamines, PEAs. Now phenylethylamines are chemicals that are produced in your brain when you're in love. And so many times we eat chocolate, we're depressed. Why chocolate? Why not coffee if it's caffeine? Why not sugar if donuts? The phenylethylamines tend to get into the brain and make you feel happy. So it actually works on a neurotransmitter level. In small amounts, I'm not giving you permission to eat a candy bar. One small bite a day can actually have some benefits to it. It's gotta be organic, it's gotta be small amounts, it's gotta be dark chocolate, no milk in there. Extra virgin olive oil, we talked about that a little bit. Extra virgin olive oil is really a brain food, has powerful antioxidants known as polyphenols, and they're found in that oil. Make sure it's, it's extra virgin olive oil. You can include it in your diet. It can help improve memory, but can help reverse age and disease-related changes. There's a big scam in the olive oil world. Wow, how about that? Why do I know this? The olive oil... Many times they mix it with other oils and they sell it as olive oil. So here's a simple test. Buy your extra virgin organic olive oil, put it in your refrigerator. Next day when you come back or put it overnight, it should be cloudy and look like it has little uh, things floating in it. If it doesn't, it's junk. Bring it back to the store, demand a refund, and tell the manager this is not real olive oil. And that's a real simple, easy, quick test for it. And you save a lot of money that way too. 
Green leafy vegetables, you gotta add that to your diet, folks, if you want your brain to work properly. Uh, get regular helpings of green leafy vegetables, kale, Swiss chard, romaine lettuce. It can help keep dementia at bay. This is according to a new research that just came out. Those adults who ate a serving of green leafy vegetables once or twice a day experience slower mental deterioration than those who ate no vegetables. Green should be on your plate, and it should cover a lot of your plate in every meal. That's what I want you to consider is how much greens can I eat in a day, along with the super greens, the essential source. Rosemary, it's one of the main, it has a chemical in it, uh, carnosic acid it's called, and it's one of the main ingredients in rosemary and helps protect your brain from neurodegeneration. It does this by protecting the brain against chemical free radicals. Now, free radicals, we've talked about this in many other shows, are like Pac-Man. They eat through things, waka, 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 waka. And so they're eating through your brain. And so by taking antioxidants, things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, super greens, essential source, the nutrients we're talking about today, it can help limit that free radical damage. And free radical damage are linked to neurodegeneration, Alzheimer's disease, stroke, and even what we'd call the normal aging of the brain. Now, my office, though, my office is in Marietta, Georgia. That's our, one of our offices. We have these huge rosemary bushes outside. We planted them years ago, and it just grows like a weed. So if you plant rosemary bushes every now, you come to my office and clip them if you want, folks. It saves us from having to do the gardening on it. But clip some rosemary and just add it to your food. Works really well. Turmeric, you've heard me talk about this before. It's an ancient root. It's been used for healing properties uh, throughout history. Now, there's a chemical in turmeric called curcumin, and it's a chemical compound found in the spice, and it's actually one of the most powerful and natural anti-inflammatory agents known to man. Turmeric also helps boost antioxidant levels. Remember, it prevents free radical damage. It keeps your immune system healthy while improving your brain function and your oxygen intake. It helps you utilize oxygen more efficiently. It keeps you alert and able to process inflammation. Now, here's the thing with turmeric. Make sure you add a little black pepper to your supplement. Black pepper has something called pepperine, and pepperine activates the curcumin and makes it like 100 or 1,000 times more effective. I grow turmeric in my garden. I don't mean to, but I used to throw compost in my garden. I had some old turmeric in there, and it grows like a weed. And so it's real pretty. So if you want something to grow in your garden or even outside your house, it has these big, beautiful leaves. It has flowers on it at a certain time of the year. Works great. And then we need turmeric. Just pull it out if you want to. But turmeric is off the chart. Now, when it comes to the brain, your brain needs three things. Your brain needs stimulation, oxygen, and nutrition. That's what your brain needs to function. So we're talking today about a lot of those things, the nutrients you have control over. So you can start adding some of these foods to your diet, taking out the bad foods. Things like alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. These are the bad foods, what we call them the seven deadly sins of nutrition. If you go to website, type in seven deadly sins. We do a whole lecture on those foods. So cutting out the bad foods, adding the good foods is great. You have to eat anyway. You might as well eat good food. Inflammation, again, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener are very inflammatory. So you want to make sure you cut down on those because that causes inflammation in the brain. If you have digestive problems, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, how many people have that? Raise your hands. Most of you do. I know this. I see you in our offices. We can actually, if the case, if the stomach is up against a diaphragm, my doctors can actually adjust or pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And when they pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm, it actually helps the digestive system. And I can't tell you how many patients I mean, they want to name their kids after us, after you fix their digestive system. And now you're breaking down your proteins, you're absorbing your nutrients, you're taking the stress off the immune system, you're lowering inflammation. So one of the things we do in our clinic for pain management is we check the digestive system. 
And if we have to, we can adjust or pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. From a chiropractic standpoint, take the stress off the spine by adjusting the spine, which reduces inflammation. Then we get them on a good diet. We get them off the bad foods, on the good foods, things like vitamin K, super greens, essential source, nitric oxide, uh, vitamin D. And that protocol is now helping get to the cause of the problem, not just treating the symptoms. And that's what makes us outstanding in our field because we, we approach it from multiple different angles. And we get patients from all over the world. We get it from doctor referrals, pain management, orthopedists, neurologists. They'll send patients in and go, doc, we don't know what else to do. Dr. Joe, you take a look at them and see what you can do. And in most cases, we can't make promises, but in most cases, we get really good results. And that's why I want you to consider getting to the cause of your health problems, not just treating the symptoms. Other foods, add to your diet. I have a, a bottle of these in my desk at the office, walnuts. Turns out that eating walnuts can keep you from going nuts. Only joking. Munching a few of these walnuts a day can improve your cognitive health. Their high levels of antioxidants, vitamins, minerals also improve mental alertness. The vitamin E in the nuts also can help ward off Alzheimer's. Super greens an essential source, great sources of nutrients and probiotics, which help fight off the bad bacteria. The omega-3 fatty acids, Dr. Joe's omega-3 fatty acids, necessary for anti-inflammatory function. So you have a protocol, we have a protocol. It's not hard, it's pretty easy. And we can, we can do blood tests in our office and we can test you to see if you have food allergies. Because many times food allergies can cause an inflammatory reaction and you don't know it. Every day, my doctors and I do nutritional evaluations and we look at what somebody eats, we, do, we recommend supplements for them, and we say, okay, you know what, I want you to cut out certain foods, especially after we do the blood work, and we can determine exactly what they need to cut out of their diet, and then many times we can reintroduce it once the gut heals and the body's able to digest food again. If I eat a cooked meal, as I get older, my digestive enzymes drop. So I'll take digestive enzymes with anything I eat cooked. Now again, I'm a vegan, I'm not asking you to do that, that's fine, whatever you decide to do is up to you. But if I go out, let's say for Indian food, I love Indian food, but it's all cooked. So then I'll take some digestive enzymes, helps my body break down the food more efficiently. It's just another supplement you can consider. So let's talk about brain fog and some natural treatments. Brain fog symptoms may include things like low energy or fatigue, including chronic fatigue syndrome, irritability, trouble concentrating, headaches, forgetfulness, trouble remembering information, low motivation, feeling hopeless, mildly depressed, anxiety, confusion, uh, trouble sleeping, insomnia, difficulty exercising. Sound like you? It's called brain fog. First and foremost, it's not surprising if you're not getting enough sleep, you need to increase your sleep. And we've done shows on sleep. Go to the website, type in sleep, and we've done things like that. Uh, we need uh, between seven to nine hours of quality sleep a night. It's really important. One of the main reasons people aren't sleeping is because they're in pain, which is what my team of doctors are really good at. And again, we work with pain management doctors and orthopedists and neurologists, so we can co-manage the cases if we need to, to get the pain under control. We wanna get the nervous system working properly. We wanna make sure the digestive system is working properly. A lot of people snore. How many people snore? Raise your hands. A lot of you do. And one of the reasons is the stomach can push up against your diaphragm. Now, when you're standing, gravity is pulling the diaphragm down and you're in good shape. But when you lay down, you remove gravity, and so the stomach can prevent the diaphragm from dropping down so you can't get oxygen into your lungs, and you gasp for air, sleep apnea. Even sleep centers will send us patients saying, Doc, we did a sleep study on them. We have no idea what to do with them. See what you can do with them. We pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. We get the digestive system working to break down nutrients more efficiently. We get chiropractic care if necessary to straighten out the spine, take the pressure off the nerves. 
It helps with pain management, helps with digestion, they can sleep, they can heal. So once again, always tracing it back. My team of doctors and I, we're, we're like Sherlock Holmes of healthcare. We're always trying to investigate where's the problem coming from. If we can get to the cause of the problem, then we can fix it. And if you come see us, and I hope you do, by the way, don't expect it to get wet better in one or two visits. If you've had a problem for 20 and 30 years, we're not that good. It's going to take some time. So patient compliance is really important. And even after you start to feel better, we still really recommend continue with the supplements, continue with the chiropractic care, continue getting your stomach worked on so we can get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. Folks, so got a lot more to cover, but unfortunately, I'm running out of time. So if you missed this show, if you just tuned in, this show is going to be on the website, drjoe.com, along with over 1,000 hours of other podcasts, audio and video. Some people learn by listening. Some people learn by uh, watching. All that's on the website, drjoe.com. We have a blog on the website. So make sure you follow, read the blog if you want to read articles. Do me a favor. Send me your email address. It says contact us. Just send your email address. And the reason is we send out newsletters. There's no charge. We're never going to give it to anybody else. We don't send out a lot of stuff. We're not going to bombard your inbox. But stay in touch with us because sometimes we have live lectures. Sometimes we have specials running. We want to let the people on our email list know that. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We have shows there as well. And the most important thing, I want you to come see us. Stop suffering needlessly. So many people come to us and say, Dr. Joe, why didn't I come see you sooner? I hear that every several times an hour, not counting my other doctors who hear it as well. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, if you've ever been in a car accident, go to the website right now, drjoe.com, make an appointment. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.